Hello and welcome, you're listening to Bits and Pieces for the Summer Camp Newbie by me, Bethany Wright. Hello and thank you so much for coming back to Bits and Pieces for the Summer Camp Newbie. I very, very, very much appreciate it. This week's episode is a pre-recorded episode from an interview I did with Kurtz from the Summer Camp Society. If you don't know, find them on Instagram, find them on socials. They are fantastic, telling you everything about summer camp from camp director's point of view, from a camper's point of view, from a parent's point of view, from a staff member's point of view. They are a world of knowledge. I sit down and talk with Kurtz about the interview process for any new person wanting to work at summer camp. I talk about it from the interviewee side of things and Kurtz talks about it from a camp director point of view. This was recorded in December 2021. Enjoy. So my name is Sarah Kurtz McKinnon and I'm the co-founder of the Summer Camp Society and I have been following Bethany on Instagram um, for, I don't know, a few months um, and she seems to me to be a very passionate camp person. Um, So I messaged her and said, hey, do you want to have a chat? about um working at camp and she agreed um so here we are and i would love to like learn a little more about you and your story and then i thought we would chat about kind of like best practices thinking about getting hired at camp as an international this year oh my goodness for sure so hi everybody i am bethany My username is brit in the six because i am a british female that is living currently in Toronto in the six. Um, So yeah, so I um, been in summer camps for almost 10 years now. Um, As a university student, I needed something to do with my summer. And on a whim, I Mm. applied to work at summer camp and I went through a summer camp agency, went through the job fair route and got hired on the spot. I was like, amazing, love this. (laughs) <laughs> when did the summer I've got a job that's fantastic when yeah. did it loved my experience but you know I was getting itchy feet and I wanted to travel more so I then went across the border and did a summer in Canada and fell in love with the place okay um and I've been going back ever since um and so yeah I absolutely love camp and I love the aspect of being an international staff member and being like, what is this place? What is camp culture? Like, and getting totally two feet, jump straight in. Um, and yeah, and I've, like I say, I've been coming back ever since. And I'm just so passionate. And I just want, you know, to share my love for camp, share the tips and tricks that I've learned along the way, because it is a learning curve, because we yep. don't have anything like this in England. <laughs> so it really is a learning on the job um but it's something I love and I love sharing it with people as well cool yeah I remember when I was in college I studied abroad in Spain which obviously isn't the UK but um there wasn't a word in Spanish at least regionally where I was staying that like described camp um because it was so uniquely American that it just like it literally didn't didn't translate um yeah 
So when folks that you know are thinking, oh, maybe I'll sign up with an agency, maybe I'll apply to jobs, um, whether they're interviewing in like a job fair setting or online, what do you think like makes candidates stand out? You know, from folks that you talk to, the people that get hired right away or have a really good match, you know, maybe don't get hired right away, but like find the camp that's perfect for them. What are they doing yeah. that's from the average applicant? So I honestly think it's just being them themselves. They're okay. like, they're not fluffing their like resume on paper. Like they're saying exactly what they've done. And then when you can meet either face to face or via technology or on the phone, you can resonate with people. You can sense someone's personality. You can see if what they've actually written on paper in the applicant it is actually what they've experienced um and it's not forced yeah it's um it is just something that they embody like any experience that you have you're going to be able to talk about it you're going to be able to have stories and i think that is what people who find their match is because they do have a passion for either their specialty or for whatever job role they're going to in in camp they have that sort of oomph behind them. Um, and that's what's what, because at the end of the day, I'm sure you get it yourself. You don't want to hire somebody whose resume is amazing and they've embellished everything and it sounds really good on paper. And then when you come to meet them, there's just something missing and you can be like, oh, I don't know if that's gonna be gonna be right. So nobody wants to hire a fake version of yourself, right? So if <laughs> Like, it's true. Like, they, so if people are just themselves, I think that's the best route to go. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. a lot of um, people have a fear, like, oh, I need all these skills, right? Like, I need to be oh the best gosh. horseback riding instructor. I need to show how good I am at archery. Um, and a lot of us as camp directors like to say something along the lines of hire on values, train on skill, right? Like, I can teach you how to be a lifeguard. If you know how to swim and you have a good attitude, um, you have some endurance, like I can teach you how to be a lifeguard or I can teach you how to be a cabin counselor. Um, yeah. But leading with that values piece or that like your authentic values piece is really valuable for camp staff. And um, when we're hiring folks as camp directors, people are like living with us and yeah. working and playing and you know, they're, they're friends, they almost become relatives. It seems kind of weird, but it is really hard as you said to kind of like fake it right to like conceal yeah. something about yourself or something that you believe um but leading with values and the reason why you want to work in camping and specifically if you're applying to children's camps why you work want to work with the population that they serve is way more impressive and meaningful to hiring managers at camps than like my archery certifications or you know how yeah. i don't know what other people think might kind of pad a resume but the the values people the meaning behind the work is so much more important to like really be secure of um, before you jump into it. Because if you aren't into the values of it, it's going to be a horrible experience. Right. Um, yeah. So I guess first applying, like make sure it's what you really want to do and you want to do it because you want to make a difference and then talk about that. You know, you can mention your certifications, your skills, your passions for 
soccer, swimming, or arts and crafts, um, but really talk about the difference that you want to make with kids, um, because that will be way more important to a hiring manager and to your success as a camp counselor than any sort of like craft you can teach or uh, for sure. Yeah. Because you're only really at the end of the day, how like you're you're not teaching that craft 24 seven, when right. you're at summer camp, right? It is yeah. just such a small part of the whole experience yeah. that yeah great on paper fantastic you've had this many years experience but tell me about you right like and let's let's go from let's go from there um because again you can like you say you can obviously teach people a skill but yeah. who you are as a person is outshines yeah. outshines that for sure well everyone has something co to contribute at camp too. I mean, unless you're like truly feeling like you want to ruin things, right? Like you're truly yeah. feeling like I want to undermine camp, you know, camp, all different sorts of campers sign up for camp. And so I used to think when I was first applying for camps a long, long time ago, um, oh, well, they want someone who's like outgoing and like great at singing and great at crafts and like really sporty, right? Like this kind of stereotypical camp counselor that you would have seen in some sort. I know you just did a bunch of reels about camp movies, right? We can all yeah. think about like what these stereotypical camp counselors are. Um, but truly, you know, if a thousand kids are coming to your camp in the summer, there's a thousand different personalities and not all of those kids are going to connect with that person who's sporty or outgoing or that stereotypical mm -hmm. camp counselor. So if you're a quieter person, for instance, or you're more introverted, that doesn't mean that you can't contribute or you have to conceal 100%. that part of your personality. You just need to figure out how do I talk about that in a way that um, shows that it will be a contribution to the camp community. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a quieter person. I'm more introverted. I'm really excited about working with homesick campers who need more attention and care um, and connection because they're missing home. Or something I'm really good at is helping campers or helping kids who are having a conflict. I'm really good at talking to campers that have a conflict. Or um, I'm very organized. I'd be great at um, planning different schedules for different activities, right? So you don't yeah. have to like are the stereotypical camp counselor and like try to put yourself in that box. You have to think about what are my biggest assets and how can I use those as contributions in the camp environment? And that's really exciting. And I think more of us camp directors are looking to hire counselors with a diversity of identities, backgrounds, and skill sets so that they can connect with all of the different campers that come through our gates. Oh. Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's one of the best things about camp is that at least you'll find some at least one person, if not more, to connect with, because that's the best part about camp is how diverse everybody is. Um, like there is never that one odd one out. There's always someone that you can connect with, that you can vibe with, and that you feel comfortable and confident to be your true self. And I think especially in today's world that's one of the best things about being at summer camp and in that camp bubble um mm -hmm. is that you can truly like not be self like self-confident like you can shine you can you can find your your niche you can find that one thing because camp is so diverse that you won't be the only one. And that right. is truly what's special. 
whether it be a staff member, whether it be a camper, whether it be whoever it may be, you will find that person and you, and that's amazing. Yeah. Cause you don't get that in many workplaces. Yeah. Well, I think kids feel that and staff feel that, but if you're coming into camp for the first time, it like feels really weird and risky um, to maybe show parts of your authentic self during an interview process. Um, but I guess you just have to trust us, right? <laughs> like, yeah. uh, but you know, if you say, if you're a first time camp counselor and you're applying at a job fair or on a zoom call with a camp director and you say, Hey, like something kind of unique about me is that I'm like really obsessed with dinosaurs. And I know, you know, I love researching them and I love talking about them and it's like kind of quirky. Um, in like a typical job interview, it'd be like, whoa, they shared too much or like, what a weirdo. And the camp director would be like, wow, like they're really showing their authentic self. They're a human. They're beyond like two dimensions on the screen. Like they're someone that um, can contribute to my camp environment. And I think that would like excite many camp directors. So a lot of things um, might be seen as like quirky or weird about you. I mean, obviously within appropriate boundaries of working with children are like pretty exciting to camp directors um, because they think, how can this, you know, dinosaur loving person contribute to my camp community? And it starts to get them all sorts of, you know, excitement and ideas and, and makes you stand out from, you know, all the other profiles that they read. So I guess I would say like, yeah, showing your authentic personality and interests is always a huge, a huge plus. Um, so yeah. let's talk about the logist, like just some of the basics of going to a camp interview. I, I always remember once I was doing an interview, like a video interview with an international staff ap- applicant and the, um, the background that they selected was, um, all the empty alcohol bottles that they and their roommates had consumed over the course of the school year, you know, and people do this at university, like, you know, they kind of make a trophy wall of all the booze that they've been drinking, like, fine, do your thing. Um, And like, probably not the most tasteful background to include um, on the interview. And, you know, I got a laugh out of it. And I wasn't that impressed with them at the end of the day. Um, But I, I also wonder, like, what are just some like, best practices that you've heard in terms of that that video interview you know hopefully you don't have like a wall of booze in the background um but what what makes sense in terms of making the most out of a video interview appointment you might have as an applicant with a camp director do you have any ideas yeah so actually this one is a big thing for me because I personal experience I like the first time I did a phone interview, I booked one. I was like, right, it's 5.30, amazing. It's after like my university day, amazing. I come to the time and I'm waiting by the phone and there's not a phone call. And I'm like, what is happening? I go back, check my email, time difference. Mm. Like totally, I never thought about it. It like never crossed my mind. And it said EST. So I then was like, oh, I had to wait up and I didn't actually do it because of time difference. It was 1.30 a.m. And I, <laughs> like, I was yeah. like the naive girl, like, 
I didn't want to email them and be like, oh, I booked the wrong time because I wanted to make an ama- I, I wanted to make a great first impression. So yeah. I stayed awake. Yeah, I was a university student, so you know, swings and roundabouts, but I stayed awake and did this interview at 1.30 a.m. So check the time <laughs> is my yeah. one tip. Um, but <laughs> also like do your research. Like if you're having mm. an interview with a camp director, like mm-hmm. maybe have a look at the camp social media or their website um, mm. and just like have a look and see if this is where you want to like spend your summer. If you mm-hmm. like what they're putting out there, if you're, if it gets you excited um, because at the end of the day, if like you want to do an overnight camp and the camp that's interviewing you, maybe a day camp, you might think actually that's not for me. I don't know if I want to do this. Um, and then you could, your research could really help you out in that way. Um, but yeah, there are two things that hundred percent, especially from personal experience, uh, definitely check. Um, but also like something as simple as looking the part, like you don't want to like, um, do it in your pajamas, like, you know, like it is still an interview at the end of the day. And I know we're so used to being online now mm-hmm. that it's just habit, right? Mm-hmm. But it's still an interview at the end of the day and it is going to be that first impression. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely those little, those little things uh, definitely build up to create this picture of, of you. Yeah, who you are, you know, yeah. And- a lot of camp directors who are parents think, is this someone that I want would want to watch my children? Um, and even though we say, oh, we're unbiased, we interview everyone, we read all the applications, um, scientifically, first impressions do matter. That doesn't mean you shouldn't be someone that you're not. Um, yeah. But thinking about um, the care and attention that you put into um, arriving to the space and, you know, do you know, like my last name's Kurtz, I go by Kurtz, um, or Sarah, but like, do you know the person's name that you're interviewing yeah. with? Um, a lot of camps have made up names, um, that are challenging to pronounce or like really oddly pronounced where you've never heard of them before. Um, Oftentimes what I do is I go on the camp's YouTube channel or videos and I watch for a video of the camp director or another authority person pronouncing the camp's name. Um, So then I know how to say it and I'm not like just like pretending not to say the camp's name the whole time I'm talking to the person. Camps like looking up the pronunciation can give you more confidence and can just be impressive. Um, And then that part at the end, camp directors are always going to ask you as an applicant at the very end, what questions do you have for me? And so having some questions prepared is really helpful. Save the questions about your time off until after you've been hired. Okay, like you're hired, you don't necessarily have to accept the job and move to the camp. Um, it's always a red flag for me when the first question from people is like immediately about the time off. Um, you know, that's something, yes, you need to sort out. You need to make sure that that's fair. They treat their staff well, um, but don't make it appear to be your number one concern during an interview situation and make sure your question isn't something that can easily be asked online uh, or answered online, like such as um, what are the age of your campers or, you know, those types mm. of things. Um, it's yeah. showing that it's an applicant that's not that conscientious. Um, so 
next level questions that are good to ask are always important to have on a piece of paper or on a little post-it note in front of you. Um, like, what's your favorite part about your camp's culture? Or um, in what way is being an international staff member the most challenging at your camp? Or what's the best part of being an international staff member at your camp? Those aren't complicated questions, but it gives you a better read on um, the person that you might be working for, you know, how they answer that. And it also um, prevents you from, you know, looking like someone that's not paying attention. Um, so sure. I think, or do you have any favorites, Bethany, or anything yeah. else about that piece I, of it? For sure. I love asking um, any interview or anything what they love most about camp because mm -hmm. you can truly tell not really much about their words, but if it frees, if it's like, flowing freely then they truly care and love camp and they have a passion for camp whereas if it seems a bit there's no facial expressions and it kind of you get a sense of oh this is a bit forced this is like what they're meant to say then <laughs> it kind of like gives the imp the impression of oh is that truly how you feel like it gives a sense of oh okay flag here um because if someone is truly like loves their camp and everything that it embodies the culture the staff the campus everything that is in that community they could talk about it for hours mm -hmm. um and they'll talk about it um facial expressions they'll go off on tangents and they'll do everything to try <laughs> and explain because it is like what you love most about camp could be a feeling that if someone's never actually been to camp before, it could be very hard for them to describe. Um, mm -hmm. So how they answer that question more about the words really tells me if it's a good fit or not. Yeah. Well, and um, we have a great comment in the chat from the complete camp, camp counselor, which is what about next summer has you most excited? Um, mm -hmm. And I love that question. Um, and I think for me, if I was an applicant, I'd be looking for community-based answers or answers about people. Um, so mm -hmm. if I say, what about next summer has you most excited? And they're like, oh, well, we just like bought a blob for our waterfront, which is like a bouncy water trampoline. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, cool. Um, but if they're <laughs> like, oh, well, you know, something related to the campers or developing staff, you know, that's the kind of person that I want to work for versus someone that gives like an answer that like just anybody could have said um so yeah. yeah just really thinking like do I want to work for this person um really is a, a great question I will share for applicants um obviously and everyone knows this um with troubles with visas and COVID and everything for the last couple of years um U.S. camps and, and Canadian camps I think have really um fully understood what a valuable asset um, camp staff that come over on J-1 visas are, you know, it's kind of like that yeah. ad, don't know what you've got till it's gone, right? And camps were really, yeah. last summer when um, so many of our international friends were unable to join us. Um, that being said, I think applicants do have significant leverage this year. Um, if you think about it from a supply and demand standpoint, camps are very um, excited about hiring and open to hiring. So I do think applicants... Um, do have a little time to be kind of choosy about what place 
and culture um, is the best, you know, fit for them and their interests versus like there are very few camp jobs and a lot of applicants. If someone hires me, I better go. So it's okay to to make them work for it a little bit. I also think before deciding if you want to go to a camp, um, hey, is there a staff member who's a returning staff member that I could connect with, you know, that I could have a Zoom chat with or email or text with um, to ask them a few questions about their experience from, you know, their first summer. I think that's like an important temperature read, you know, about what it's going to be like. Um, So, and I don't think that's unfair. I actually think as a camp director, I would be even more interested in the candidate if they showed me that they want to do due diligence about coming to my camp. Um, So I think that's like an interesting thing that might feel a little scary, but could actually be really beneficial all around. Yeah, I find that because I have been hired through camp agencies to begin with, that their um, like community groups, their social media, their emails um, really helped me before I even took a step on camp soil to like make me feel comfortable into the experience that I've like accepted and said, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. Yeah, um, like because again, you would like type a message and be like hey just been hired at so-and-so camp has any did anybody go work there last year is anybody here and then you get that feedback you get the yeah oh yeah I'm doing that or the I've just been hired too oh my goodness I'm so happy I found somebody um and you can get that bond too um or you can like even write hi I have an interview with so-and-so camp next week has anybody worked there before um what um how was it how was your experience and you can hit it off that way um and so that close-knit group and that community um yeah you can like really find your feet and don't be afraid to ask questions in those styles of groups yeah um and reach out because it's all part of your research it's all part of going in there with your eyes open and um like ready ready for it and open to the experience Yeah, absolutely. Well, I want to, I'll conclude with like my best piece of advice for going into an interview. Um, And then maybe Bethany, I'll ask you to do the same. And then we can tell people where they can reach you. Um, But my favorite thing to do before going into an interview is, um, and this is in camp and in any other industry, but people love behavioral interview questions. So as a camp director, I'd be much more likely to ask a question about like, tell me about a time when, you know, tell me about a time you taught someone something. Tell me about a time you had a conflict with a group. How did you resolve it? Um, Tell me about a time you did something especially silly or creative. Like those are all questions that I would ask camp applicants. I think it's really smart before you go into an interview is to take like a Google doc or even a sheet of notebook paper and kind of like write out your personal highlight reel you know, some of your accomplishments, some stories, some adversity you've overcome, some relationships you've built with young people, you know, any um, experiences from your recent life that you think could be applicable in a camp interview, and even sketch out some bullet points of like, what happened? What happened in that group project at school? What happened um, last summer when you were working at the ice cream shop? What happened in that babysitting job? What happens with your younger siblings? You know, whatever it is, 
Um, and then before you go into an interview, read your highlight reel because it keeps those stories top of mind. And camp directors, I think, believe that the best indicator of your future behavior is how you've behaved, you know, in the recent past or examples mm -hmm. of past behavior. So to have some really good examples top of mind going into the interview gives you that confidence and helps the camp director really see like a full picture of who you are. Um, so if you're nervous or something like that, having that top of mind, I think just just really helps. So um, Bethany, what's sure. like one parting piece of wisdom that you would share with our group? Oh, well, mine was kind of what you've already touched on. Mine was like, read your application yeah. through again, <laughs> because more often than not, camp directors are gonna ask what you've already put in there and ask like, what did you do and when that happened? Yeah. So yeah, mine was on the same lines as yours, but like they might ask a question of like, what could you have done differently? Mm. Like, yeah. um, or what could you have done to make that experience even better? Or what could you have done? And so having that top of mind and just that reflective um, thought process and really like be self-reflective don't just scratch the top of the surface. Like they want to, like, I'm sure, like they want to see like what you will do in a situation. And if you have the thinking and to self-reflect so that you can learn so that next time, maybe that, maybe that goes better or maybe you don't do that mistake. Um, so that would be my one tip of advice and check your time differences. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all about like a little bit of homework right um like even 15 minutes of preparation makes a difference um you know when you're interviewing and when you're being interviewed for a position um cool well bethany bethany and i i think would love to see um you know other topics that folks think um we should discuss here um or elsewhere in the future um, but thank you for chatting bethany it was great to thank to you meet a person kind of digitally yeah. <laughs> and um yeah hopefully we'll we'll chat again thanks to everybody who joined us yeah thanks everybody thank you so much for listening to this episode of bits and pieces for the summer camp newbie by me bethany you can find me on social media i am brit in the six on all my socials also you'll be able to find me on my website where my blog is www in the six.com. Thank you very much and see you next time.